0: In this episode of The Interface, I connect with Mark Ross, General Manager of Amphenol Nova Sensors in Fremont, California. As you'll be able to tell, Mark and I have known each other for a long time. We get into what it's like for him to be a first time general manager with almost no knowledge of his new division's products or technologies. We also chat about moving back to California after his 12 years in New York about learning something new at work every day and about what it means to make the conscious decision to marry a company. This is The Interface. All right, so we're talking to Mark Ross. Mark Ross is the general manager of Nova Sensors. Okay, I'm going to say the name wrong. What's the name of the division that, that you now run?
1: It's Amphenol Nova Sensors. Yes. So you were right. It yeah. is Nova Sensors. It's it's a nice business that we bought uh, a number of years ago when Adam and company went and bought the sensor business from GE. At the time, GE called this group of theirs uh, this um, Advanced Sensor Technology Group. But this division, it's called Nova. It's a really interesting business, by the way. We make sensors. More specifically, we make MEMS, um, silicone-based MEMS devices that are then incorporated into sensors. And in 2013 is when Amphenol bought this group of this smaller group of sensor companies from GE and rolled it into the fold and it's grown since there since then since 2013. But in 1985 this business was founded by a gentleman named Kurt Peterson. Now, I didn't know who Kurt Peterson was mm-hmm. at all. You know you know me, Chris. I've been in connectors forever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who Kurt Peterson was. And I didn't know what MEMS were. I knew the acronym. What is it? And it's uh, Microelectronic Microstructures.
0: Okay. That's but much much MEMS, clearer now. Perfect. I think everyone knows just, now what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Okay. Look, I knew what MEMS, I knew MEMS had something to do with silicone. Yeah. I thought it was more with like ASIC devices. And okay. for the most part, I knew MEMS and Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. you know, the Northern California were all, you know, linked. That's about all I cared about, right? At the time. But so Kurt Peterson was this guy that was working for was either IBM or Hewlett- Packard at the time in one you know back in the 80s late 70s, early 80s these bigger companies had think tanks and a lot of these think tanks were up here. I think famously you and I even talked about Xerox had Park Research Center right like Palo Alto Research Center so Park So a lot of the bigger companies had these think tanks in these laboratories out here where, where really smart gifted people would just you know try to invent things. And so, what Kurt Peterson really was fascinated and was micro structures, microcontrollers, micro devices. And when I say micro, you know, these are things that are you know measured in in nanometers, really small devices. But they're mechanical structures built up out of silicone, and they can do things. And that's what MEMS really is. So they're micro electro mechanical structures. And what we do here. Nova. What he figured out in in the early 80s and then eventually started Nova was how to make a silicone uh, element and build it such that if properly attached electronically, could measure changes, whether it's um, like fluid or air. So pressure. And he was able to uh, develop essentially MEMS sensor uh, technology. He, so he is the father of MEMS. Hmm. It's very cool, and you've been around Amphenol for a long time. You've seen right. a lot of the acquisitions that we've made. You mm-hmm. uh, worked for one yeah. like this, right? And uh, small, innovative fathers or mothers of industry, hmm. and I, and I'm I'm fascinated because Amphenol has a number of these. You know, so it's very it's very cool because in this yeah. industry we're that group as well.
0: That's really cool. So. And it's radically yeah, it's, it's radically different from from where you came from in the connector industry specifically amphenol and in your time with amphenol and i know that there was a time that you were in in the industry before that as well but you came from amphenol aerospace in sydney new new york where i am and then moved to fremont california for to to manage amphenol nova sensors how before we get into some of that other stuff how radical of a change was it for you from product standpoint and a technology standpoint knowing all the military and commercial aerospace circular and rectangular interconnect world and all those relationships and customers and programs and markets and all that stuff and you go to something that is completely different with almost nothing in common how was that
1: no i think I think we could just put a pin on that because that's exact I mean it, it's it's a hundred it's a one eighty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I and you know, cause you used to make fun of me, you know, going what? into the factory. No, going into the factory in New York. Yeah. Big factory. What do you guys at a million square feet now? Um <laughs> it's a big factory machine oil and noise everywhere right right so i know you guys used to to poke fun at me i came from southern california right god forbid i get grease on my hands Mm -hmm. so it was really fun for me in new york because i did get to you know go from sales and marketing and be adjoined or attached to a manufacturing facility so i could go see how the products were built not just designed right the front end of the business we always get to you know, get to bring the product in, conceptualize it through on paper. But I, I really did love the experience in New York to where I could interact with the operators, with the machinists, with the people that were responsible for sourcing the equipment to actually build and assemble our connectors. And, um, and that factory was so different <laughs> what we do here. Mm-hmm. So I used to have to, you know, put different, I used to have to take clothes off to get into the factory in new york right for fear of getting grease on my shirts well in california in fremont here i have to suit up and put a tyvek suit on i've got to put you know a mask on gloves on it's a clean manufacturing cell it's it's a um it's medical level lab environment so it's a clean room right when uh i suit up takes about 10 minutes and I get to walk out on the floor which is still a manufacturing floor we still have processes we have materials it's all staged uh, Chris it's not noisy it's <laughs> it's not filled with machine oil it's a fabrication process uh, it's it, it, it is it was so unfamiliar to me it's still now that I've been here for a year it's still it's a manufacturing center but it just looks and feels so differently at the end of it, We still deliver a product, and our product still does something that's very similar to Adam's vision of what Amphenol does in terms of interconnect the world or interconnect things. And the sensors play such a vital role in that. And I still get to do that. There's a deliverable that I can hold. Now, look, I need a loop to see it because some of these things that we make are very small, <laughs> right, you but can't it's really still hold it in your hand and play with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've got to get tweezers and really pull it out. But um, part of what we do, and this is something that working with Amphenol on the connector side taught me, which I hope I'm bringing more of that influence into this business is, you know, driving vertical. And so how do we take this really, really innovative nine by nine nanometer sensing element, which is critical and its operation is critical to the performance of a sensor. But how do we take that element and then package it into something that's deliverable to the customer? And I've now enclosed it, I've packaged it onto a, you know, an F4, uh, like a little PCB board, right? And I've added other components. So I've added value. And maybe I've added some programming and I've now packaged it with something plastic or metal. And those are a lot of things that, being with Amphenol for uh, a while now have taught me how to do that kind of packaging Mm -hmm. and deliver a more packaged solution. That part of the business is really no different, whether you're in connectors, I think cables, or what we're in now in sensors, the sensor group, that language in front of the customer is the same. And that is the commonality. And I think that was the real vision when Amphenol went and, and went and started buying up sensor companies because that is the opportunity. So, yes, 180 degrees from manufacturing site to manufacturing site. But the design process, the interaction with the customer, solving a problem, providing a solution, those things, those aren't different. Right. And then trying to sell something with more value, not different at all.
0: It sounds like you've enjoyed it. It sounds like you've really picked it up fairly quickly. I mean, I know you've only been there for a year, and a year sounds like a long time for certain things, but certainly not for a long time for what you have accomplished as far as going from a business that's so radically different, even within the same corporation, to a product group and a technology sector that you had zero familiarity with, almost zero.
1: No, zero. Yeah. Really, I zero. Really. I mean, the only experience I had with sensors was I was fortunate enough to be invited back in 2013 when we bought, when Amphenol bought the advanced sensor group from mm-hmm. G. I was fortunate enough to to drive out to St. Mary's and meet with uh, the group right. in, uh, in St. Mary's, Pennsylvania. Right. Right. And I, I have to be honest and tell you, I, I really fell in love with that group. Um, I liked what they did. I liked the people, great culture. And I really was fascinated by the, by the business and saw then that at the end of the sale, they really do what Amphenol does. That was, but that was my familiarity with them. That was it. And in, in a year, I would say that I haven't, I don't pretend to know sensors yet. That's also one of the real fun things. One of the greatest opportunities, I think personally and professionally, I enjoy learning yeah. And I know you do, too. And yeah, I think yeah. it, keeps, it, keeps, uh, it keeps you fresh. And more importantly, it keeps you young. Um, but I really enjoy learning. And, and given this opportunity, it was scary for two, two reasons. One, this is my first opportunity at being a general manager. Mm-hmm. So that alone was terrifying. And then adding to it was taking over a business uh, where I'm really not familiar with, with the technology. And I think you know me well enough that I don't, I'm not going to sound weird saying this, but I prided myself on understanding the product Mm -hmm. when I was talking to the customers or the engineers or the salespersons. In this case, it's a little bit interesting. I know (laughs) Amphenol very well. I know what our objective is, um, you know, what we're trying to do. And uh, the people part is always, I think, easy for me to get to know people and, and figure out what they're great at and what they want to do. But the technology, uh, this was an opportunity for me to really you know, lean on people here to teach me. And I've fortunately got a great group of people who are very patient with me. They teach me about sensors and the fabrication process and the packaging process, the test and validation process. Uh, they teach me every day, which is super exciting because on, honestly, at a, a year into it now, I've learned at least one thing new every single day, every single day. Oh, that's great. And, which is really fun and exciting. I do like that. And my whiteboard's full of, you know, new terms that I get to learn. (laughs) And I know there's certain terms I hear, I've got to burn those to memory. I'm sure
0: they're all in different colors. There's shading and three dimensions going on on this whiteboard.
1: And it's written very clear, right? And, and, and yes, there's no smudges. I'm sure there's probably whatsoever. four or five
0: different takes uh, before <laughs> yeah. you got it looking the right way on your whiteboard. Yeah, there um, is, you know, God forbid but, someone comes into your office and sees a sloppy whiteboard. <laughs>
1: yeah, <they, laughs> uh, but that part it, it was simultaneously terrifying and exciting. And sure. And that you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity, and I think it uh, it keeps me up at night with dealing with those two dynamics being. Constantly terrified and excited at the same time and, you know, buying books to help me learn (laughs) fabrication. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, it was really, it's been really fun and exciting.
0: Just to give people a little cliff nose version of Mark, not to talk about, uh, everything, his entire life story, but born and raised in Southern California, worked in the connector industry before. Then worked at Amphenol in the early 2000s, I think, and was on the sales side, specifically distribution. But took an opportunity, uh, took someone as a took a challenge from the old general manager here at Amphenol Aerospace back in the mid 2000s that they were looking for people to come to little old Sydney, New York, and to work in the product marketing department, specifically a product marketing manager, and you with a young family at the time, uh, already with established roots in Southern California, took the very difficult and bold and challenging step of saying, you know what, me and my family are ready for a change. We see this as a great opportunity. We're going to move from Southern California to the Southern tier of New York, and I'm going to start a new job. Back in 2006, when you decided to do that, walk us through what that was like Sure, professionally, but I think more personally with your family as well and, and how difficult that that was over that time.
1: Everybody at Sydney made it, in that whole western New York area, made it so easy to move into the area. That was one really fascinating thing that I wasn't prepared for, it, how open and genuine everybody was there and still is. Um, which is also why I think I have so many really good friends um, forever now from that area. But the, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. It was actually pretty easy for me uh, to move to New York. I had agreed to, agreed, I, did, I moved to Amphenol, I think it was end of November of 2002, give or take a month. December, said yes, uh, started with Amphenol, literally first day of 2003. And uh, so I was in sales and then distribution sales out west. And you're right, I grew up in Southern California. Um, but by this time, what was I then? I was like 33. And, um, when I just joined, so we were done, three young kids, stay at home wife. And I've told you, and I could share, I, I was ready for something different. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying California was stale, but I wanted to marry a company. I wanted to do something that my dad did. And my dad kind of always coached me up on this know, like get, some of your experience out of the way when you're, you're young, you know, make sure you try a bunch of different things, different, you know, careers, basically saying, jump around a little bit when you're young, but find a company that you really think you can grow with. And, um, and again, maybe this is a little old school, um, but it's, it's working for me. It worked for my dad. It's certainly something I'm comfortable with. And, and I thought Canon was that place, but I quickly learned, ah, it's not really, but I will tell you that, Almost instantaneously, when I came to the first sales meeting and was fortunate enough to spend some time with Martin Loeffler, and then um, a year or two later, actually met Adam, who's our CEO now. Mm-hmm. I met Adam, well, when we were both much younger, uh, at a show in, in San Diego, and then later when when he started getting promoted and some of the things going on, I knew way back then that I wanted to stay with Amphenol forever. And almost instantaneously at Amphenol, I started to experience uh, what I had always wanted, and that's the ability to try a lot of different things with the same company, a company that's growing and a company that's unafraid to give people opportunities to try things that maybe they're not super familiar with, but but they know that, you know, they work hard and they and they uh, they study and they stay persistent, they'll succeed. And how many different opportunities we were given individually at aerospace, things that we had never done. I had never worked in or run distribution. And you know, that's just one of half a dozen jobs that I was mm-hmm. able to do there. What happened in July of last year, you know, is exactly that, right? I got an opportunity, got thrown into something that I'm completely unfamiliar with. It's working out so far, but yeah, I think, going all the way and I know I'm bouncing around a little bit, but it's that I wanted to jump into a company that had that kind of core value system,
0: right. promote
1: from within, promote from within teach a cultural set of values um, and really stay consistent. And, you know, it's uh it's worked out for me. And I don't know that it would have been this way with any other company because yeah. I, I get an opportunity every couple of years to, to really, try something new and learn and grow from it Uh, ultimately got to the point where I wanted, I, I did want a shot at um, being a general manager and, Mm -hmm. and try then now to, I guess, move it forward by teaching everybody here what I was taught coming up. If that makes sense. That's so for me, it was easy to move to New York because I committed to the company and it took, what, I think three years. So I started, so 2003, four, or five, I moved mid-2006. But you know, the team started recruiting me back like a year into the job. Mm-hmm. And it took a couple years to decide to move. But it wasn't moving to New York that scared me. It was, for me, I had already decided I was gonna stay with Amphenol forever. So it, for me, it was just uh, convincing my wife and kids <laughs> that <laughs> New York would be more fun we were in New York. I was in New York for 12 years, my wife, 13, because we had to grad. She had to stay back for a year and graduate our youngest from high school.
0: Right. If people um, couldn't figure this out, you basically then, after 12 years, said, okay, we're going to go back to California now with another Amphenol opportunity.
1: With an Amphenol opportunity. Yeah. But for me, you know, it, and it actually became hard to leave New York. Two of my kids really became rooted in New York. They grew up in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, different completely different than than what would have they would have I think how they would have grown up in southern california and oh, it's not yeah. it's not a dig at southern california but western new york and southern california are really different and i really do love that my kids got to see you know both sides we spent a lot of time in southern california our family is still there so we would come back frequently but you know giving them the opportunity to grow up in a little bit more smaller town I think was really good for them. Really good for them. Now moving back to California was uh, was was easy. I mean, I'm familiar with California. Northern California is is a bit different <laughs> than Southern California. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of things I'm learning. It is uh, it, there's uh, definitely an energy in Northern California, an energy around innovation, technology everywhere, which is exciting that we have uh, a business. So the Amphenol has a few businesses located up here. A lot of our customers are right here in this area for for Amphenol. So it's pretty exciting to be stationed here because there's an energy in this area that's pretty exciting. But Northern California is different than Southern California. But I'm grateful to be back in California. But more importantly, I'm I'm most excited that I've been able to do all these things with Amphenol.
0: If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, I feel the same way. To be quite frank, it's one of the reasons we're doing this show is I think to to allow people the opportunity to talk about the different ways that this company's been able to enable them, whether it be personally, professionally, or both. Uh, and in the case of what you're doing, it's it's been both. Uh, let's just keep it to Nova Sensors, I guess, for for just a second. I mean, what are you what are you looking at, just in broad strokes? for the future of your business over the next few years?
1: So the things that I'm looking at here are how we can continue to grow our top line. And I'm looking at organic growth. I'm looking at new customers. The most exciting thing about this business here is its foundation. It started out of innovation, but along the way, got complacent found a couple of big customers and just stuck with those few customers. Mm -hmm. So mission critical for this business is to expand its customer base and not be afraid to proliferate products and so that's one of the things i'm most excited about this business is just bringing the idea of hey derivative products are fantastic you guys make a couple changes and start offering them a little bit more broadly to other customers that do similar things so for me that's super exciting and you know because i come up from i came up out of product and i love that part of it and it's easy to do product derivatives here because we have such an innovative group of people. So they love that. So growing customers, growing products, expanding. Um, so I have a I have a mark. I want to get to in three years. I want to get the business to a certain level in top line sales and in bottom line profitability. And to do that, we've got to deliver on some of the things I just talked about. And that's you know maintaining a cost culture, which is in place now, which is, I think, central to the Amphenol, you know, Amphenol. Um, So we're cost conscious, and we're really working on selling value. You know, let's improve our sales price by adding value, which drives good profitability. So those are the things I'm working on at Nova specifically. The things that are helping, you know, we've got a sensor group now. So Amphenol Sensor Technology Group, ASTG, led by pete strab who i i talk to frequently because he he he's been in sensors i think for 30 years knows a lot um our group is growing so we've got our eyes set on a a number as a group and like all groups within Amphenol, we we work very well together we collaborate we help each other we we push each other into customers together which is fantastic we pull each other into opportunities so it's so those are, I mean, those are easy goals.
0: Outside of that, then I know your family, you finally, as a family, moved to uh, just outside of, outside of your facility uh, in Fremont. Are you finally, you finally feel like you're settled in?
1: Yes. So um, relocating, you've done this, you've relocated a few times. Rel- relocating is is a challenge.
0: <laughs> it, yeah. It's
1: tough. So, and my youngest wanted to finish high school in New York with all of her friends. She started in kindergarten there, and so she wanted to graduate. My wife and I absolutely said, yes, you get to graduate with your friends. So my wife and I, you know, hauled back and forth. So I lived out of a suitcase, a hotel, and an apartment for a year while, you know, trying to learn a business that I knew nothing about, trying to grow a business, which, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting when you, when you work... Within a business and you're driving growth, it's different than being a general manager and being responsible for growth. So definitely kept me up at night. Uh, I logged a lot of miles back and forth. Uh, I wanted to be well attended here at the factory, though. Um, So I I wanted to be here Monday through Friday for a lot of the year. and So it made for it was an exciting year. But yes, I got to move into our house. Ironically, my wife and I are now empty nesters. So we bought it. <laughs> we bought our house out <laughs> here. And it's just she and I, because my daughter was there for three days and then went off to college. Yeah. So got to unpack finally, though. And yeah, the last couple of weeks since we've been in a house and I got my wife back here. My uh, my kids, they know that we're all situated in, in a house again. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's gotten really comfortable the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, it, I, I think that it must make it so much easier when you guys are all back together, relatively speaking.
1: Yeah, no, it does. It's uh, absolutely my kids. You know, I've got one. Uh, my daughter's in Richmond, Virginia. My son, as you know, is still in Western New York. And now my daughter's in Phoenix. My youngest is in Phoenix, Arizona. But I think it's just for them, it's comfortable because mom and dad finally are you know together in the same house not to repeat myself, but, you know, when you decide to marry a company and, and I do tell some of the younger people that I've been hiring or hired back at Aerospaces, don't be afraid to commit to a company, you know, and if you do your homework, you choose the right company and look for a couple of things that fit what you're looking for. And the thing that always jumps out at, at, at me about Amphenol is it's a long view. I mean, we operate as a public company in a pretty quick cycle, monthly, quarterly, biannually, you know, an annual, but it is pretty impressive. The long view that, that we cast, um, and stay on that path. And that makes it really easy when they did something like this. So they moved me into a division like this and, you know, they have a long view on it. And I think that that's what really makes a lot of those things easy that we just talked about.
0: You sound really good sound like you're pretty settled. I like it.
1: And there's Starbucks right across the street. Well, yes, so,
0: I know. We didn't go through that. Um, I mean, I'm I not trying to avoid when it. I, and, and when I can say, got I to can
1: it. literally see the barista <laughs> and I can wave at her and, <laughs> and her name hand is, signals. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know all their so names.
1: The afternoon one is Yolanda. OK. She's great. But I can I can hand signal an order in.
0: Unbelievable.
1: I know. But that that's one of the things. But no, it's a, like I say, it's a very cool area. And I've had a number of visitors. A lot of people come through, right? Um, but no, it's a very, it's a very cool. It is a very cool place to have a business.
0: That's awesome. You know, I wish you, and all of us do here, um, especially you, the people here at Sydney who who all work for you and with you and all that. Um, wish you the best of luck as you continue on with Nova Sensors, and who knows, maybe you move again in another few years, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who knows? Fingers fingers crossed. Yeah, who knows? No, I, maybe you do. I,
1: I don't know. It is really funny because, um, you know, as you take on a new position, yeah. it's it's the furthest thing from your mind. Oh, I know. I think, for I know. most people, right? It's, I'm trying to get through the day. Uh, right. You know, I got to figure out what eutectic soldering means today. That's, that's my <laughs> big challenge.
0: I, I talked about it with someone at PCD who just started a few months ago uh, on another episode. And, you know, the, the perfect description being it's like drinking from a fire hose. So you're still going yeah. through that, it sounds like.
1: Oh, God, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And trying to close the year out and then trying to budget for the next three years. And you know, the cycle, but it's super exciting. Couldn't be happier. Um, really love the opportunity. I, I like what you're doing. This sounds fun. Sounds like you've got a few people you've interviewed and yeah. I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the best.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: It's <laughs> not, you, I mean, if not, you could edit it and we can make it the best.
0: Mark Ross. Thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on, talking to me today. I'm sure we'll talk again soon, but this has been great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chris.